right, everyone. How you doing? I'm Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast, and here with me I have. Hey, I'm Luis Villarriba. I'm captain of Team Lobos and the vice president of Federación Mexicana de Dodgeball and president of uh, Mexico City Association, also Team Mexico captain. <laughs> <laughs> A man of many, many titles and many hats. So we're definitely going to explore all of them. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, let's get some uh, preliminaries out of the way. So what's the jersey number you choose to play with and what's the story behind it? Yeah, uh, so the number is number 11. Uh, I started using that number, I think, in my second world world championship because uh, the first one, it was like very premature. We had like uh, a month to, to get prepared and then the, the number, it was already picked. So I, I didn't have <laughs> the opportunity to choose the number. So why I chose the number is because uh, number nine, it was already taken by Armando. Uh, and also number 11 have a lot of uh, history to me because it's the number of my younger brother. Uh, he's using her in, in his jerseys. And also uh, my, I, I used to play handball. So my team coach used to play with number 11 and he like uh, inherited that number to me. So I started playing with number 11 in, in, in handball. So that's the reason or the main reason I, I, I use the number 11. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I didn't know actually you played uh, handball before. Um, yeah. That, was that your like primary sport growing up? Yeah. 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 I would say so. Like so between soccer and, and handball. Oh, that's actually the first. I don't think I've I met someone. Well, I know a few people out here, but outside of anyone in Europe, I don't know anyone else that, that plays handball. So it's actually really cool. It's first first uh, new thing I didn't know about you. Um, yeah. I remember you said the earlier you said the first national champ or first um, international tournament you were involved. You had like a month to prepare. That would have been Vegas, right? Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah. And was that the first time you played dodgeball? It was. Oh, well, um, I played dodgeball in Mexico City when Armando brought, uh, uh, he was trying to, well, he was uh, organizing tryouts, Mexican tryouts. Mm. So he did the first uh, Mexico City tryout here. Uh, so that was my very first time playing dodgeball. But after that, yeah, right away. <laughs> I think one two months uh, after that, I I went to to Vegas to play my first World Championship, and yeah. <laughs> so you pretty much just had like a how do we say like a, a rocket of a head start. So you pretty much just started playing. And we, so did you and Armando kind of know each other, or you just bumped into him into this tryout, or how did that work? Because I'm trying to figure out how you guys met in that sense. Yeah, my, my first time meeting Armando was uh, in that Mexican Mexico City tryout. It was my very first time I I, I met him. Mm. And um, from the tryouts to the world stage, uh, something about dodgeball kept you in it. What was it? Yeah. About, what was it about dodgeball that hooked you? Considering the fact that if you if you take your story and put that somewhere else with someone else, yeah. Two months, a month isn't enough time to really prepare for the competition you're going to be facing. You might yeah, be discouraged. So what kept you in it to where we are in this conversation now? What hooked you early on? 
Well, it's, it's um, kind of a... Um, I don't know. It's, it's a funny story, but also it's like um, a life-changing story for me because, uh, I, as I said, I used to play handball and it was like um, I was giving my everything to that sport, but uh, nothing happened and it was like really, really, really tough because I was expecting to play with Mexico from Team Mexico for also... Uh, handballs uh, handball team hmm. but that that didn't happen so i start to to grow you know and i felt like uh sports i feel i um i know like i fail in sports and also sport failed to me you know like i know it was it was really happy it, it, it was really hard to um, to train every day and give everything to to the sport and nothing happens you know so or I don't know. It was it was like the end for for my for my sports story, and then the Mexico City tryout happened, and uh, I had the opportunity to to play with for Team Mexico, and that was like my my dream for since I was like a uh, 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 a little kid, you know. Mm -hmm. So I didn't expect a lot of <laughs> from from dodgeball uh, back then in the day because. You know, it was a, a really new sport for for me and uh, in Mexico City uh, scene. So when that happened, I, I didn't know what to expect in the world stage. I didn't know that there they were like like a lot of bunch of people that really really took the 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 level to another another step. You know, like like I don't know, thousand steps ahead of me. You know. Yeah. So when I first went to to Vegas, I didn't know what to expect. And then first day, uh, we play in a mall. <laughs> in I I don't remember the name of the mall, but yeah, we play in a mall, and uh, they they start to present each uh, each player. So it was like really awesome to feel that that I don't know that that energy and uh, having uh, all of the Mexican guys running and. I don't know jumping. I don't know. It was it was pretty amazing to me to watch that, and when um, I saw Team USA, they crush us. You know, it was like the um, the hardest or or the tough, toughest uh, uh, rival in 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 2015. Uh, I remember uh, Nate Kreider just destroying my face, like uh, shooting. <laughs> Like two, two. Well, it's two meters for me. I, I don't know how many lanes is for the US, sorry, but <laughs> it was true. like really near for me, and he destroyed me. You know, like he shot right in my face. <laughs> so I don't know. That changed for me. Like uh, it was a new sport, and it was a new experience, and uh, it felt awesome. You know, when I when I came back from from Vegas, it was like this kind of adrenaline and uh, this energy that I don't know. Uh, uh, now give me like a some uh, a secondary you know in in sports yeah so that's like the the first steps for me in in dodgeball you know <laughs> so it was pretty much a new beginning for you yeah it was it was and um getting blasted and surviving <laughs> by <laughs> Nate Kreider is a bonus for yeah. sure if it makes you feel yeah. better he does that on a regular um <laughs> so <laughs> You come back from Las Vegas and 
you have this newfound love for a new sport that you didn't really know of until fairly recently at that point. Yeah. Do you, do you just start building your league from there or how does dodgeball grow from your perspective in Mexico? Cause I feel like you're the one that kind of pushed it forward from what I see. Yeah. So uh, with the help of Armando, Armando brought the, the sports to Mexico. So I will, I will, my story started because of Armando. So I'm very grateful to him because he gave me this second earth also. Like mm. he believe and he support every every time I have uh, something to do. So when I came back from Vegas, I had to start everything from zero, you know, because um, as I say, dodgeball is really really new in Mexico. Still is is really new in Mexico, and we knew the sport as quemados, you know, it's like like in English it's like burned or something burned. like that, like yeah. Uh, and uh, the game was just played in, in in elementary school, and that's it, you know. So it was everything really, um, really different because we, we used to play with one ball, and it was like 20 versus 20, and like madness, and it nothing to do with, with dodgeball, you know. Yeah. So I started talk with friends and uh, sending messages, giving calls, and they, hey, I, I have this new sport that is awesome, you know, you have to try it. So everything, everyone was like, yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm okay with it, you know, because here in Mexico, the the one sport that predominates or it dominates a lot, it's uh, it's football, soccer, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's like everyone's life here in, in in Mexico. So it was really tough to get it from there to another sports and uh, start training, you know, because there's a world stage and like we were like, I don't know. Uh, it was really different. So those uh, I, I took two years to find uh, to find people who who believe in me, who believe in sport, and uh, wanted to, to to give that step. You know that uh, hey, let's let's create that let's create a team and uh, let's create the the Mexico community. You know, because all started here in Mexico City. Yeah um you said it took you two years to build the the league well the league took me um, i think like six years you know it was really really slow uh yes there was nothing you know so when you were training let's say from from vegas you went to australia australia did you go to um, canada i couldn't i couldn't make it to australia because something happened with my australian visa so i couldn't make it i was uh I was on Team Mexico, but I couldn't make it. And then I went to 2017 to uh, Toronto. Yeah. And what was what was that experience like having come from Vegas, essentially trying to build up the sport, but don't have a consistent league yet. And then you're going yeah. to Canada. How did that well, feel when you were at that point? I, I felt pretty bad because I I, I couldn't I couldn't play a lot. You know, here in Mexico, I was like my myself in a park. Uh, in a public park playing with myself and throwing balls to 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 the wall and like everyone was watching like what what is he doing you know <laughs> and uh but something happened because Serge Ferrari the first Mexico well, team Mexico captain um, start doing the the training camps and then there was 
that was the time that I learned a lot from from people who who used to play a lot, like like Serge Armando. I first met right there uh, Hooch, Andy Marroquin, uh, and a lot of people. You know, Randy Hogue, Joseph Hogue, uh, Isaac Perez, uh, Ivan Oya. So a lot of people, you know, that used to play a lot of dodgeball, and they were uh, a lot better than me. You know, so those were the first time that I, I actually could. I actually play the the, the, the sport, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I didn't care about paying and traveling from Mexico to the United States in a in a, a whole weekend. And if I, I could like uh learn something and and take the take that uh take that experience to Mexico uh so I can like improve and train a lot of that stuff I I, I did in, in the training cup. That was like the thing that make me be or make me start to thinking about strategy and uh, know the sport, you know, like not just throwing balls. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's cool. You mentioned all those names and uh, you mentioned Surge and I've known Surge for over 13 years. So if anyone that's if anyone's solid at like training people and teaching people is definitely Surge. So you definitely had yeah. a nice uh, coach captain there for for a bit um they say you didn't get to play that much in canada but what would you say your experience was like overall like did you feel like you've definitely improved since uh vegas yeah of course every year i tried to 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 improve like it was like the little steps but i think that uh it helped me you know to to build something and after after toronto it was the i don't know I think I believe like three or four four months before Toronto, I I started the the first Mexican and Latin American team, uh, Lobos mm -hmm. Club de Dutchwell, and I had the opportunity to play uh, every weekend with these three little kids, <laughs> and uh, that was my experience before uh, Toronto and uh, and play with the best, you know, it, it was awesome to go to to every single world championship and how every everyone um grew the sport and and start doing something different uh i don't know i i, I want i will always remember the the match uh usa versus canada when uh, they were very tight you know i i believe it was like eight eight seven and then um someone threw it bumps in, into the chest, and but he handled the ball to the, to his partner, and and I, I believe it was Ranakan who caught the ball, and uh, that was it, you know, when the when the when the match was over, I don't know, it was amazing, you know, to to see that kind of level. So yeah, to to bring to come back to Mexico and, and have that experience and start uh, teaching those 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 young guys, it was like life changing, you know. It was amazing. Yeah. You said you started the Lobos team with two little kids. Uh, they they were four, but one like uh, said that no, this is not no not for me. But the other three guys like uh, follow me through the years, and right now one of them is uh, cloth team captain. The other one is one of the best in Mexico, uh, Mexico City, and Mexico. And the other one it it has it has one of the hardest throw in Mexico also. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm right now very proud of, of those three guys. 
Nice. I thought when you said little kids, I thought you were referring to Roy and Gigi because, um, because <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're, you're tall and anyone standing yeah. next to you would be little. So that I thought you were <laughs> yeah. just pointing about them, but I just want, I just wanted to throw their name in there somewhere. And that was just a perfect time. I'm going yeah. to meet, meet all you guys in, in a couple days. So I just want to throw that in there. So after Toronto, the next Worlds is technically 20 minutes away from me, right here in Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. Um, and would, would you say this is where your league kind of started? Because I know you it, said you, you made Lobos at the time, but did you have a consistent league to kind of help you train for the LA uh, Worlds? Well, we started the league until 2021. Oh, okay. So, so that wouldn't happen for until later on. But. Yeah. Yeah, because pandemic came, so everything stops. And uh, it was it was um, a little bit slow to, to grow the community. Actually, Roy started playing, uh, I, if I'm not wrong, in 2018. Also, a couple of months later, uh, Gigi came and a lot of people more start coming to to the team so it, it, it took me three three years to convince my best friend to play dodgeball and right now he's one of the, the his his favorite sports you know <laughs> <laughs> right. it took him three it took who was it who, who, roy it took roy three years yeah it took me three years to convince roy <laughs> <laughs> oh now now he's a part of the dark side oh um, yeah <laughs> yeah he is so now that you you know you're preparing for LA Worlds but let's talk about how you felt from 2015 to 20 was it 2018 2018 for LA that was yeah. essentially three almost four years there where you were trying to build the sport yeah people giving you crazy looks because you're throwing a ball in the wall at a park sure. <laughs> You know, you're dealing with all that. How did it feel to, okay, now you have Gigi, now you have Roy, now you have so-and-so. And I know just recently you guys celebrated your six-year anniversary. Yeah. How, how does it feel, before we even talk about your LA experience, how does it feel knowing that all your struggles and somewhat awkward stares turned into a family that now can't see themselves without you? Man, you said it. It's, it's awesome, you know. Uh, <laughs> we we uh, we made a party, <laughs> our our sixth anniversary party, and I like uh, well in in Spanish, you know. You know, I'm 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 really good at, at giving words and speeches in Spanish. Yeah, it's fine. I could translate for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it was pretty emotional for me because. Yeah, it, it took me two years to find someone who who wanted to play dodgeball with me and who wanted to 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 learn what I what I have to say or or listen what I have to say, and then yeah, took two more years, you know, to to build this uh, this first community. Uh, it was yeah th there in 2018, so it was pretty emotional for me when we turned six years. Uh, for this team because we grew a lot, you know, we are now a lot of people playing dodgeball, a lot of people talking about dodgeball, uh, our social media grew a lot, you know, uh, having TikTok, uh, Instagram, a lot of, of those kind of, of social media, you know, and uh, to have a league, to have uh, so many teams, so many people, 
uh, I don't know, uh, as I say at the beginning, it was life changing because um, I started to realize that this second win, it was like the opportunity for, for a lot of people that had the same dream as me, you know, to represent the, 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 the whole country, to play with the best, you know, and uh, try to be the best. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty emotional. I, I, I teared up uh, in, in, in the in the in in the party but yeah it felt awesome you know it it's it's as you said it's a family so it's great yeah, it's great to have that kind of people i can i can sit here and say like knowing the other two knowing you and like knowing how much of a presence you guys have now on social media it's it's really a testament to i know you said that armando helped you start this but you know, you also have a hand in it too. You know, you do yeah. have a hand in that. So that is something to be proud of on, on your end there. But yeah. what would you say was your biggest highlight from the LA Worlds? Well, playing against Argentina, I said, because... <laughs> <laughs> you say playing against Argentina, not realizing Serge is Argentinian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, yeah. What was it about playing against them that was fun? Um, because um, at one point, it was two versus six people. It was my, my friend Brian and me playing against them. And, and uh, uh, we beat the, the other team, you know? We, we, we took out the two versus six. So, I don't know. It was... I know that Mexico and Argentina in that in that world championship we were like the the newest at, at least Argentina was the newest team but yeah. for me I, I felt like the rookie still you know because it was like my third my third uh, world championship and uh, I couldn't play a lot you know like in United States that have a lot of tournaments here and here in Mexico we hadn't like no nothing like one Per year you know so it's yeah like you guys haven't grown to where you are now at that point so to be able to beat six people with with someone helping you it was like awesome you know that to be a, to able to be able to 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 do that so it was like a proof to me that something is working with with where i where at what i was doing in back in the day you know so yeah I would say so <laughs> to beating the Argentinians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's gonna be a phone call I'm gonna get when this episode ends. <laughs> I'm gonna get yeah. so many calls. I didn't say it, he did. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it, it, it's a fun rivalry. We'll take it. Um so let, let's talk about preparing for Cancun. Yeah. Let's talk about that, because now instead of being you say now three-time rookie or three-time you know three-time world participant this time sure. this is your fourth time and it's in your backyard and exactly. looking back on the footage and i looked at it today i looked at some of like the pre like tournament ceremonies and how you guys i think you guys had like the not military or cops come in and you guys yeah. had like a like a, a historical display on hand like Talk about all that. Let's talk about how you prepared for Mexico City or how you prepared for Cancun and how did that feel having that event in your backyard? Like how proud of you representing Mexico in Mexico 
with pretty much the world watching you? Yeah, so 20, 2018 was the boom, the first boom from Mexico City uh, for, for growing the sport, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people came. So that was the, the time when Armando asked me to be the vice president from Federación Mexicana Dodgeball. So that helped me a lot to, to get uh, a court, you know, to play because from 2015 to 2018, we still playing in a, in a public part, you know? So we were fighting with uh, basketball players and football players and volleyball players to have some room to play dodgeball. Yeah. So it was in, until 2019 that we uh, start to play in a, in a, in a real court, you know, with, with roof and uh, with, with um, walls, you know, it was our, our first time. So also we get a lot of uh, time in, uh, on, on the, on weeks, on the week, you know, because we basically train on the Saturday and Sunday. And then 2019, we start uh, training Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sunday, you know, so we, we started having a lot, like a lot of play, dodgeball playing time, you know, mm -hmm. so right now in 2019, we're not just playing to be better or to represent our country. We are not now organizing the world championship, you know, and uh, I believe that there is a lot of pressure to Latin Americans country because, um, you know, something like third world and uh, what happened with the security and uh, but Mexico is, you know, so um, having those kind of um, uh, uh, comments on your mind that uh, Mexico is that way. But I assure you, there's a lot of places that are great in Mexico. So for sure, I, was I don't like, know. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't imagine who would think Mexico is a third world country. Like not like I'm just saying this for the people at home. Like when Luis was saying that, and I'm sure he could see me on screen. I was like, wait a minute, really? Like I, yeah. I gave like a face like eh, Mexico is not really a third world country, but OK. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, know, exactly. I don't know who would think that, but I, I guess if that's on your mind, I could see how that would weigh, weigh on you a bit. No, but I believe that Mexico is a great country, you know, oh, of I, I'm very, I'm very proud of my country. And uh, I believe we have a lot of uh, to give to the to the world, you know, so to, to having the world thinking that way was like the, the pressure to to give a great, uh, um, a great entertainment and uh, having a great stadium because we used to play in, in gyms, you know, but having a whole stadium for us uh, and the uh, I don't know in Cancun, you know, it's a party place. So I don't know. It was it was a uh, uh, it was a, a lot of fun to organizing the the world championship, but it was also a lot of pressure to to give a good a good tournament. You know, what would it you was, say? What would you yeah, say is your yeah. favorite thing about the tournament that someone told you that they enjoyed? Oh my god! Um... <laughs> you can pick multiple, but if there's if there's one thing that someone said to you, like. Oh, I loved how you know this ceremony went, or I love this like anything. Well, the Prispanic the Prispanic game that uh, that it was like the first show, the 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 inauguration show, the opening show. It was pretty awesome, you know. I I look to every single people uh, from all the countries, like with their with with their mouth like 
I don't know, like open as you know, like it was uh, mind blowing to to everyone to see that 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 game. I think the 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 opening show it was amazing. Also uh, the parade from all the countries, you know, uh, walking through through to their space uh, and watching their their flags uh, held high, you know. I don't know. It, the first day it was it, it was magical for for us, and it was like um, uh, uh, a dream come true to organize for I don't know nine to one year, nine months to one year, organizing this tournament and watching like uh, it was happening. I don't know. It, it was pretty awesome, and <laughs> it was magical, so, you know. So the pretty much the biggest thing you would say, like the people people were happy about, was about like the opening ceremony and everything like that. Like that was the yeah. biggest. That's cool. Yeah. Well, also, I... also there they were a lot of a lot of matches that you, they were amazing. You know, like USA, like female USA uh, versus Australian Australia. It was amazing to watch. You know, like it was the very last point when the Paige Peterson like clutched the game and came <laughs> through. You know, that was amazing to watch. Also. I believe that the United, United States like um, took the opportunity and came with a lot of people, you know, and uh, the the fi- the world final be- between U- United States and Malaysia, it was like uh, I don't know, amazing to to see how much USA support their uh, support their team. So I don't know, those those two games were amazing to watch <laughs> for sure. And um, if I remember correctly, I think Paige. When she played that game, I think she had a broken foot at the time, so she was pretty much playing on one leg, if I remember correctly. So I, mean, I don't rem- I don't remember if, if she was like with the, the with the leg broke before, and then she came to World Championship and like came through, or it was like right. I think it was. Before. You know, I don't know. I I, I, I can ask her, but I think it was before. Yeah. If I remember, I mean, yeah, if I remember correctly, I think it was before because I remember hearing a rumor that she might not make it, but I almost yeah. didn't believe it. But I also didn't know what, what had happened until, or not what had happened, but like what the injury was until after I saw that play. Cause someone's, someone like, I think they stream when they were streaming it, someone said she won on a broken foot. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that, I think that's where I'm kind of remembering it. Total beast. She's a total beast. <laughs> You know? Yeah, she is. Um, and it, we're so after after Cancun, the pandemic happens. We all yeah. go through it. We all come out of it. And you say this is around the time when the league that you're starting to build picks up. Yeah, um, we 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 return to to court to 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 start playing again. Uh, I believe in June. And the Roy and, and Roy and I were talking. We're talking like we have to make the next step. You know, we have to start competing with each other like weekly. You know, with some something else because something is like mm, holding us to to grow faster. You know, because a lot of a lot of country have uh, more years, more experienced years for uh, from like from Mexico and. Uh, we had to do something like uh, to be better prepared, you know. So that's when the um, when we came with the league uh, 
opportunity, you know. And we started here again in a public park, you know. We we find a, a beautiful place like uh, with walls and uh, uh, and and we take advantage. We took advantage of that, you know. Uh, we started playing in the the league right there. We separate the Lobos team in six teams. Uh, we 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 used to play only mixed, you know. So that was it. Our the the main idea from the from the local league, you know. And then that was, I believe, the the second boom for Mexico City sport because after that the next uh, um, the next uh, league the next season was we 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 passed from six teams to ten teams, you know. So we almost like the double. And then we we grew again for this the third uh, the third season to I believe twelve and then right now we are sixteen you know sixteen oh, wow. sixteen teams in our in our fourth season and uh, having started the the league for from I don't know one year and a half you know so between this year we 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 grew a lot between the competence level and uh, a lot of people you know. And uh, I don't know. It's it's amazing to to watch how how much the the sport is growing here in Mexico City. Also in a lot of states, uh, in Mexico we're growing a lot and we are having a lot of of, of of talented players. So we are excited about 2024. But I'm skipping the the page, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, we all skip in the pandemic. It's fine. We skipped it. Um, <laughs> but now that you have like a family, your team. Now you have a league at this point consistently where it's going from six to 10 to 15, 16. Now let's talk about the first nationals that took place last year. And actually, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about having the first nationals take place last year. Um, we talked about it um, last year. I had uh, actually you were on, I think you were. Yeah, you were on it. You, Roy and Gigi were on it. Yeah. The episode last year oh my god i remember that <laughs> so how, how did it feel from growing the sport to where now you can have people to play with and people to train with to growing a league yeah. to now having nationals man um <laughs> yeah that's it you know that's that's the that was the goal you know when when armando and i started uh, uh the dodgeball sport and community here in mexico we once said that it would be awesome to have uh, a lot of states playing dodgeball, you know. And uh, yeah, the dream came came true. Uh, actually, it was in this would be the, our uh, our third national. The first national was in 2021 in Puebla. So actually, I remember well. Uh, was it yeah, 2021? Yeah, it was Puebla 2021 and then Morelos 2022, and we were playing the third national. So it, it is, yeah. Oh, wait it's a minute. Great. Okay, maybe I got my time off then. I definitely have. I'm like, I don't wait. We said Puebla and then it was next. Morelos. Okay. I think I might have missed that one then. Okay. So I... we were trying to be better to be to compete in, in on our first nationals in 2021 so that's what that was the the main thing to why we created the the league you know to yeah. be better prepared for for nationals 
And, uh, you know, to beat Ime, because Ime is uh, 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 the, Mexicans, the Mexicans who live abroad. So they have a super team, you know, that <laughs> we, 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 I don't know. I, 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 everything I learned from, from Dutchville, I learned from the Mexicans who live abroad, you know, yeah. men and women. I, I learned everything from them. So I am really grateful about them. And also uh between the that uh, feeling i i would like uh i had the dream to also beat them you know like the <laughs> hey look at me now so everything <laughs> you taught me uh it worked and now i'm really good at it you know so thank you but now <laughs> i want to 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 you know to beat you so that yeah. was the, the main goal. I, I was going to segue into that because I remember when, it, when we recorded last year, when I asked yeah. everyone what they wanted to do the next nationals, yeah. Roy said, I want to beat Ime. Like he, yeah. he ended the, he ended the episode saying, I want to beat Ime next year. I'm like, all right, cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, because they, they won the, the final, you know, they beat us uh, right on the finals uh it was Ime versus no 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 sorry we lost against veracruz and then Ime won versus versus veracruz, veracruz. and the, in the mixed we played uh uh Ime versus mexico you know uh, mexico city so that was it yeah to beat uh to beat Ime. i think the only one in that panel who won gold was uh gg that year yeah yeah okay that was it's, it's coming back to me. I'm like, okay, I, I, I know this. I was like, I was waiting for you to say it. I was waiting for someone to say it. It was like, I know Roy <laughs> has said it. And I was like, is he going to say it? You're like, all right, now he said it. He wants to beat Ema. Got it. Um, yeah. That works. That works. Um, so let, let's talk about last year, Canada, the, the first worlds after the pandemic. How, yeah. how do you feel about going into it? And um, what was your biggest takeaway from it? Well, it was our first time competing, uh, not only farm, but club. That's so right. we, we wanted to, to bring to Canada that, uh, 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 you know, like a big team, you know, um, a lot of people. So it was really tough also to, uh, to make like 60 people to travel to Canada from Mexico to, to Canada. So we hadn't the the opportunity yet for to play club you know it was like like uh, i don't know uh living again 20 2015 you know <laughs> but now with club and uh having these huge beasts uh austria uh, austria and uh great britain that have been playing like for a lot of time and uh yeah yeah i don't know to to learn about how to play against them, you know, it was, it was. That was kind of like going back to square one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right on our face again, you know, so. <laughs> mm. Did you have any, um, jer I feel like I should have asked this already, but did you have any uh, Jersey exchanges from uh, Canada? Yeah, I had the Austria team, Sweden. I I trade with a Canadian player and uh, um, who else? Sorry, I don't remember. I, I think that's it. You know, those three. So, 
Yeah. So you you traded for three jerseys. Yeah. So you had a, you had a light load compared to everyone else, apparently. <laughs> no, there were a lot of people like, "Hey, this is my sixth trade." You know, like I have a big <laughs> jersey, and was like, "For real?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You only if you only had three. Like I know people who had ten. <laughs> yeah. I know people at ten. You you got off easy if that sense. <laughs> so, uh, you you enjoyed obviously you enjoyed your time in Canada. Yeah, um, this was my first time being the the Mexico team captain. Uh, I was the co co captain in 2019 with Andy Marquin. So, like right now, it was like a, a lot of responsibility, and uh, we were a lot of of new people and a lot of people, you know, like, like to be responsible of. So yeah, it was, a, it, it, it was huge for us, you know, so we wanted to, to, to represent, to have a medal, you know, to, to play for a medal. And then you say what I, what I take from, from Canada, um, it was the game against Hong Kong, you know, so our games, Mexico versus Hong Kong, always are this. Um, we have a huge rivalry, but it is it is not like spoken. You know, we have like this unspoken rivalry because we are we always playing like our best against against each other. Yeah. So we played in on our quarterfinal versus them, and it was like the I think the nearest nearest that we've been possible oh, I, I don't know how to say it like sorry um it was like the first time that we could make it to to semifinals you know it was like so close i think we lost like six six against uh, six versus four i don't know and uh but it was like right in the in the in the in the final in the final minutes when 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 they beat us, you know, the, that last point, uh, it was really, really tough. But uh, you know when something happened that is really, really fast, but in your mind is like... It lasts forever. It takes forever, you know? <laughs> that was it. That point, that, that match point was it, you know? Like, it took forever when everything happened, but it was like really, really fast. And that was the nearest we, we've been from, from the semifinal. And I remember someone like, so if we if we beat uh hong kong we could uh, uh sorry um if we beat hong kong we could have the opportunity to play like in 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 the in the main stage right now like the for for the third place and it was like yeah we were one match ahead from from that you know so i don't know yeah <laughs> I mean, that, that, that just shows it. you, man, Mexico is a dark horse. I mean, we're, we're getting yeah. close. We're going to take people out eventually. Trust me. Mark, yeah. that will happen. <laughs> yeah, you I know, get so, a yeah. lot more than three jerseys traded. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Every year, <laughs> That's too you know? light, man. That's too light. <laughs> That's too light. <laughs> Knowing me, if I make it, I'm going to probably get like 30 at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just buy jerseys and other sizes just to trade them at this point. Yeah. Um, so now that you know Canada is over with, let's yeah. go back in your past a bit, a little bit more. So you said your your sports background was mainly football and handball. Yeah. Okay. 
And who were your role models uh, growing up, whether they were coaches, players, or whatever? And do you have any role models in dodgeball? Yeah, so I sorry for the ones that that get mad about this, but Michael Jordan was my number one, like growing, you know. Uh, he's he's great. He's he's the best. He's the goat, you know, for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was kind of great to 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 grow, uh, looking for the man, you know, um, for the best. And uh, in soccer, it was uh, Ronaldo, but not the not not Cristiano Ronaldo, the one the Brazilian, the, the phenomenal yeah, the Brazilian. <laughs> you know, he was so so excited to watch him play. You know, so it was kind of of sad to watch that the injuries and and his career. You know, but those two players were like the the two guys like like I would want to be like them, you know, uh, growing. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, in the sport, um, my first role model it was search, you know. I, I don't know if this is <laughs> like a key says but he was my first teacher, you know, like um, he was the, the very first that that uh, took me over under his wing, you know, and uh, believe in myself. Uh, also, First than me, you know. He he believed in me, in me even even before I did myself, you know, to myself. So he was my very first role model that uh, here in the sport. And um, I don't know. Uh, there are a lot of people in in the USA that that are real beasts, you know. That I wanted to play like them, like uh, Mike McGee, Andrew Ketchum, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, when I started, uh, the first, the very first time I, I saw Isidro Perez, uh, like shooting with with his left hand, he was like, I don't know, mind blowing, you know. Mm -hmm. So those three guys from the United United States, and uh, it was also like something new for me to watch someone to to be able to throw with both hands. So Jeff Snow, it was also also someone like I was looking like play like like him you know and uh for malaysia carlos gunting i believe those those five guys are are or were you know in another level you know so for sure yeah okay now let's have a little more fun who's your rival in dodgeball who's my rival in dodgeball <laughs> oh my god um <laughs> i don't know i i would <laughs> like to say from mexico andy marquin you know, he's the one that I I want to be, I want to I want to beat. You know, here in yeah. Mexico, like <laughs> I believe he's the the very the very best uh, from from our team. So mm -hmm. that would be it. Um, I believe he he doesn't know, but I would like to say that Andrew Ketchum. <laughs> 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 uh, why why is he your rival? Why are you picking on him? <laughs> um i don't know he's he's amazing he's a good player you know he's amazing he's a total beast and uh he he owes me a, a jersey that will be my fourth jersey you know oh sweet <laughs> so yeah until, so we, until we got this that. on record catch him owes you a jersey yeah okay on, cool <laughs> i'm not cutting this i just i just want to save it um yeah <laughs> 
That's nice. Okay. Uh, my next question: uh, Do you have a pregame ritual before a tournament or for a league match? Um. um <laughs> I know. Um. It's kind of crazy, but uh, after I, I always have to stretch, you know, like prepare my shoulder. That's that's basic, but for some people, but uh, right before the the um, right before the the match started, I I um, I used to well I I stand up, you know, like uh, like um like a pose. I, I I don't know how how to say it. Um, how to say in English? Uh, like you stretch outward? Is that what you're saying? No, like I, I'm, I, I, I'm standing in, in, in my space. You know, uh, well, I, I, I stand on my, on my space and and have to meditate. You know, like uh, start meditate. thinking, start thinking what it's going to happen in the in the in the match, and I see myself like catching some people's some people that are right in front of me you know and throwing where do i want to put it you know so um i'm not closing my eyes but i don't know i'm not seeing something i'm visualizing the the game while while i'm standing you know so i would say that 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 is my my pre-game you know yeah okay and i know because you guys like to travel on that shared bus a lot What's your uh, playlist? What's your go-to song to get yourself amped up? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I feel like it's something embarrassing. It's like some Disney Channel stuff or something. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Uh, Disney Channel stuff like the like uh, Hercules, you know? <laughs> are you are you serious? You listen to Disney stuff? Uh, no, no, no. The, I, I was joking, but. If I was, I, if I will listen to something, it was, it will be a, a, a Hercules song, <laughs> you know. But um, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm not much about um, listening songs, but uh, okay. So you, you, you don't put your like when you're on the bus, you don't put your like headphones on and listen to some stuff or anything. You just you're more present in in the in the way there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Some people are like that, so that is fair. Yeah. I was, was going to say, though, if you were to say, like, oh, I, I listen to Disney music, too, yeah. Ketchum listens to Disney music. So you guys have that in common. So that would be another rivalry you guys have. See which okay. one can uh, – that would be <laughs> another episode. I'm going to put both of you guys together, and <laughs> I'm going to play, like, the first five seconds of a Disney song and see who can guess it right. Right. <laughs> that'll that'll <laughs> okay. be the new podcast idea right there. <laughs> Okay, um, let's get into the crowdsource questions, and we're gonna start off with the funny one. Tony Sanchez, who's got the <laughs> best hair in dodgeball, and why is yours? <laughs> so I just want to say for the people at home who don't know, Luis has great hair. I'm just gonna say that right now. Thank you, thank you for that. Thank you, Tony, also for. for saying so that. yeah, wh- why do you have the best hair, man? What is what's your secret? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I I don't I, I don't do anything you know like something special. Uh, I just wash it every day, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I have to be thankful thankful with my with my parents, you know, uh, to to make me with so much love. <laughs> I don't know. 
That's hilarious. Okay, Tony, you got your answer right there. Genetics and wash your hair every day. <laughs> yeah. And in the comments, yeah, I was like, I posted a picture of us in Me in uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't even see this. Alan posted a picture with you and him with his jersey on. Got it. Yeah, I would say Alan studies eat the best hair. <laughs> who? Who has the best hair? Alan, Alan Stutt. Yeah, he, he doesn't have any hair anymore. Like, he, I'll say this: he has the best beard when it grows out. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, he has the best beard. Okay, so I think we kind of went over this, but this is something I wanted to ask: which team or player are you looking forward to facing at nationals in Apizaco, and why? I would say again, Ime also Veracruz because, um, you know, I, I'm watching Veracruz how how they are growing. There are a lot of uh, younger kids um, playing really, really a good at good level, you know. So we have this rivalry with with these two um, two teams. So yeah, I would definitely say. Uh, Veracruz and Ime. Also, I would like to play with, with someone new, you know, uh, like Oaxaca. I would love to play against uh, someone new. And um... they're, they're confirmed to go, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They have I one, thought I saw one, their one, name on the... Okay. I thought I saw their oh. name on the list. Also, I would like to see the, the full power of Ime, you know, like there are a lot, a lot of people uh, in the United States that, that are very talented, you know, Randy Hogue, Andy Marroquin, your, yourself, you know, Joshi, Armando, huge. Well, it's the the list is big enough. <laughs> yeah, we're know? endless. We're coming. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, endless. So I, I would love to see uh, all of those people came, you know, come to Mexico because it would be a a great team, you know, like I don't know, Steven Rodriguez, Joe Martinez, you know, that there are a lot, a lot, a lot of people, more and yeah. more people that that can represent Mexico and uh, to to make it big, you know? So I would yeah. say so. I, I would like to play against Andy Marroquin, you know? So uh, Yeah, I mean, just, just come to LA. He lives like 20 minutes away from me, so we'll make that yeah. happen. Um, and Steven, Steven lives like, he lives in LA, but he lives an hour on the opposite direction from where I live. Right. So... Yeah, you'll you'll definitely see us. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Um, Steven is so good; he got adopted by Gigi. So, <laughs> so yeah, that you know you're good when you be when you're adopted by someone else in another country. <laughs> so we're gonna have an exchange program real soon. Um, uh, this is Roy. What has been the most challenging part about growing the sport in Mexico, other than the other like sports and stuff that you have to compete with? Would that be the only factor that you had to compete against, or, or what else has been difficult? Um, I would say the the sport culture in Mexico is is a little bit different because we have huge talents here in Mexico, but I don't know, it's hard to get uh, go, go, government um, support, assistance. you know? Yeah, assistance and. Um, um, the main sports here in Mexico are soccer, basketball, volleyball, and after that, nothing else, you know? Well, we are really good at boxing, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so if you can make money here in Mexico, it's not worth it to, to play the sports for someone, you know? So 
I would say that kind of thing is um, the most um, toughest thing to 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 overcome. Um, yeah, to overcome. Also, also the people. You know, um, there are some people that doesn't believe in the sport or doesn't care about the sport on the on the players and only wants to um, make money. You know, and I don't have like anything about that uh, against that, but. If that's the only issue, that's the only thing that you care. It's like hard to me to work with because I don't know. Uh, I believe the 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 sports came first, and the, and the players, you know, the yeah. the players are the most important thing uh, 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 to 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 take care. You know, so I don't know. I, I would say so that those two things are the most difficult difficult thing to to overcome. You know, for sure. Okay, Roy asked another question, and I hate him for this because I was going to ask the same thing when I was going to go over there or yeah. land. Favorite taco place to eat after a tournament? Oh my god! So uh, we have a, 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 a favorite place here in Mexico City uh, because it was like one block away from our our, our gym. So we have like this. Um, uh, I don't know. After every single tournament, we went like like as a team, you know, like people like to start talking about the tournament hey what about that 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 play you know so the the name is chaparrito which means like a little guy you know little guy little guy yeah uh they have the i believe the very first or the best taco taco place like the best uh pastor taco taco de pastor uh which competes also with el bilcito which it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Belcita, it, it can be like uh, translate, you know, Belcita. Yeah, so those two places are the greatest taco place to go. So Embesito like, and Chaparito? Yeah, those two, okay. for sure. Right. You know, I don't I'm know why Armando loved like uh, uh, El Salto de la Rana, like, which means the, the, the frog jumps, something like that. Yeah, no, I know what it means. They they're good, but wait wait who who is this? Who is Armando this? Armando Armando. Ramos? Yeah, <laughs> he loves he loves those tacos, but I don't know. <laughs> He's Armando, on his own have... there. Yeah. He's on his yeah. own. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this this question from Bill Fisher. Now this is a pretty extensive one, so you might want to sit down yeah. for this. I love learning about the different parts of Mexico that have built dodgeball communities. When I came down for the FDC which is also another tournament you guys hosted that we kind of skipped over, but we can go over yeah. that in a bit. Um, I think people would love to hear the story so far, Dodgeball in Mexico. How has it progressed since then? I'd love to hear how you're developing your young team and incentivize it and incentivize to do so. I can't wait to go back and see how much the sport and teams have grown. I highly encourage any, I highly encourage anyone interested to take a trip down to play at some point. Mexico City and all the teams that came to play set a high bar by being so incredibly welcoming and a ton of young talent across the board. Nail-biter matchups between teams with storied history and so much more. So pretty much he, he pretty much gave you guys the perfect advertisement yeah. <laughs> for anyone yeah. listening. Um, but I, I guess we can kind of, you know, sum it up. Like how many teams are in your league? How many states are going to be at nationals? And how has it grown since the last time you saw Bill Fisher? Well, um, 
I, I'm pretty blown about uh, Bill Bill's comment. You know, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Bill. You're one of the best, or or if not the best, commentator in the world. So so thank you for for that advertisement. You know, and those comments. So I'm, he, I'm he poured his heart out. He poured his heart out. That's one. <laughs> He, uh, um, I'm very proud to say that we built this community on um, hard effort, you know, and uh, blood and tears and uh, sweat, you know. And uh, right now we have 16 teams on our league. And uh, it's not like a rec league. We believe it's a competitive league. We, all, we mainly play mixed, uh, and, but we are uh, like two months ahead to open men and well open uh, open you know and uh, women's oh really yeah uh category also we will open uh cloth mainly men because there are not a lot of uh of women playing cloth here in mexico but that's one of our goal to to build the sport for uh for everyone you know yeah so that will happen in july between july and, and august so we're very excited about that also, uh, we had in our previous nationals and FDC, well, about nationals, we had eight, eight or six, six, six states, which were Mexico City, Veracruz, Morelos, Hidalgo, Ime, Jalisco, uh, Puebla. Wait, no, Puebla wasn't there. Puebla were, was in, in Puebla's national, but not they were in, in Morelos. They are six. Uh, and I think, I think that would be it. We had six states in uh, competing uh, because what our nationals, how our nationals work is not like clubs playing or teams that we build up playing. We don't, you know, so here we play like states versus states you know so we have uh, if you don't know mexican geography we have 32 states and uh counting ime would be the 33rd uh so right now about those 33 we have we had six six states so right now for for 2023 nationals we have those six we have puebla which is the seventh oaxaca Tlaxcala. Uh, who else is coming? Um, I believe we have someone else. Um, who? Well, uh, at least we have nine. What nine states now playing? Mm. You know, playing men, mixed and women. So we are growing. You know, we are playing in different places in Mexico. So. I saw several people saying like, hey, I'm going to Mexico to San Luis Potosí. Is there any league in there so I can play? So back in the day, no, but we are working a lot to have our 32 states playing dodgeball at foam and club, you know? So I don't know. I don't know if it would be 2024 or until 2026, but we will have our 32 states playing uh, dodgeball and we will have a very competitive players uh, and good players, you know, uh, going to, to worlds to represent our country. Also, how do we care about growing uh, sport in, uh, with youth players? Uh, right now, we are not also hosting 
nationals for for every uh, for 18 plus uh, years you know we are having uh, um juvenile no how do you say like uh for kids nationals yeah yeah, yeah. you and um under 18s uh, yeah under 18s we have uh, we are having nationals <clears throat> between nine year olds to 18 year olds uh, nice. in in different categories you know 9 10 11 12 and and that the uh, every two years that's the category so we are hosting our very first uh under 18 nationals that we will that will prepare our next um our next dodgeball players you know for the future so that's that's one of our goals that, that's one of our um, uh, our things that we are work on you know uh to have a lot of kids playing dodgeball and uh to be prepared for the next years you know for sure now that's cool i didn't even know you guys were were planning to do like a men's and women's league i think that's actually a a podcast exclusive i didn't hear anything uh, about that before yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> we are excited about that this is very new and we're creating that this kind of draft you know like uh like uh well this is a spoiler but um we having these uh these six captain players and we having like a, a lot of a, like a lot of pools when these captains are uh like drawing the the players and uh you know it's not like a fighting but uh you know like no i can give you uh, like something to, to play in my in my team oh okay so i don't know like we're, <laughs> we're creating that kind of funny stuff you know yeah to have these competitive and equal uh level teams and uh to have fun you know and uh, looking for have a lot of competitive play uh teams for sure that's a lot that's a lot in the in the future to look out for and bill set the stage for that with that question so thank you bill yeah. thank um, you bill <laughs> last one my boy munchie how is your experience playing at the phoenix premiere this year and well will, and when will mashika's makes its usa premiere debut tony yeah. acts like he knows this answer is there something you want to tell us um i don't know <laughs> well I, I spoke with with tony uh <laughs> in, in phoenix tournament but I was I was looking forward, you know. I was very excited to play in Phoenix. I had the opportunity to play in Sin City, but it was like my very first time playing in the United States, and and not only that, uh, playing with one of the best teams in in the United States, like it's Anarchy, you know, having the 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 opportunity to play with them, it was really awesome. Uh, I was pretty excited and nervous because I never played, you know, in in the United States and. Um, I don't know to start again from from scratch, you know, because I don't know. I, I, some some guys know in know me in, in the United States, but I'm still like mm, not not like a nobody, but very new in the in the United States scenario. So right, uh, yeah, I have to like like to put my name uh, on the board, you know. So so some people know me for my for my gaming for my playing. So. He was very excited to to be to be there to play uh, phone to play to play cloth. I I wasn't like it was my very first time playing cloth, you know. Uh, so wait, it was great. cloth in um, Sin City? No, 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 in the in the Phoenix. In Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it was my very first time playing Nosting in Sin City, you know, I never mm -hmm. played Nosting, so it's, it's, um, it's huge for me, for my, for my personal growing, you know, to, to play in another, in another level and, uh, with a, with a bunch of players that play really good and, uh, have those, those beasts in front of you, like throwing, uh, I don't know, like 80 miles or faster than that uh, and very near to you you know so uh, <laughs> that's a that's a great experience i would like to do it again uh, i'm waiting for the call you know so also <laughs> if someone is looking for for uh, for uh, i believe a good player uh, i'm available i i believe uh, i hope to to play again with with anarchy but if if not well i'm available and i'm really looking forward to play again in the united states you know yeah it's funny because tony the way tony responded um he's like i think i know the answer i'm like well, okay i mean we're gonna see a mexican team join the premier league that's gonna be that'll be interesting to see i would love to see that in the future yeah but you're definitely not a nobody and i'll say that right now you're not thank a you, nobody. Thank you for that. um so also we are trying to to build a team to go to play two states because some of our best players doesn't have the the visa you know it's a huge problem here in mexico because we need visa to, to travel to the United States. So uh, we are definitely going to FDC uh, with a team. So nice. we're trying to, to doing baby steps because um, sometimes it's overwhelming to, for, for, new, for new people, you know, to yeah. play with, with this kind of level is, is different, you know, so... That's what we need to grow, you know, here in Mexico to to have our, our best players going to the United States, Canada and uh, other countries, you know. So that's one of other that's all, another goal that we have, like uh, as individuals and uh, as, a, as a team, you know. Yeah. OK, that's fair. Um, so safe to assume, like. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like we've only been talking for five minutes, but we've only, it's been like over an hour at this point. Yeah. So I want to <laughs> yeah. ask you the uh, legacy question. So Luis, how would you like to be remembered after you retire from playing? Oh my God. Um... <laughs> you had to know this question was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really would like to be known as the, as the man that, change sports history in Mexico, you know? I know it's it's huge, but that's my dream, you know? I'm working every single day to, <laughs> to, to build and to grow the sport here in Mexico, not only like uh, organizing tournaments or organizing teams as a player, you know? I would like to be remembered as one of the best. I, will, I would like to be the best, the very best, you know? There are a lot of people uh, in the world that want to be the best. So there's a lot of competition. But if I could make that at least once, you know, that would be the best. Uh, so that's what, what I'm working on every single day, you know, uh, busting my ass on the gym uh, with a physical trainer, uh, you know, and uh, a nutritionist. And uh, training every single day, and you know, um, so I would like to be remembered as that, you know. So, so the guy that changed 
everything in Mexico. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying very, very hard. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's, um, it's hard to, to, I don't know, um, people like get angry because I am the one who's leading the, the, the country, you know, and uh, I have a lot of responsibility. So I don't know. Uh, I would like to, I would like to accomplish that. And I would, I, I, it, it maybe sounds like a politician, but I will give my best, you know, to accomplish that. So if you believe in me, I, I will do my best. So well, I, de I definitely yeah. believe in you. You don't sound like a politician because if you did, I wouldn't trust you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the man I met in Phoenix is not a politician, people. Let me just say that mm -hmm. right now. Um, I've known about you for almost 10 years, which is kind of weird <laughs> to say because after Vegas, it was a tournament or so after the fact, and I bumped into Surge when he played. And he, he, he raved about you to me. He talked about you to me. And I can remember saying, this guy sounds like a pioneer. This guy sounds like he's going to put Mexico on the map. And almost 10 years <laughs> after that conversation and meeting you in Phoenix, I can say that your hard work is, is paying off and will pay off. People will remember you for putting Dodge, you know, Mexico, you know, dodgeball in Mexico on the map. People will remember your team. People will remember the people you coached. You're going to leave a legacy behind that I don't know that you really understand just yet. You know, when we think about great Mexican athletes, we think about Memo Ochoa, Conelo Alvarez, um, Rafa Marquez. You're going to be on that list too. You're going to be on that Mount Rushmore of, you know, talented Mexican athletes to come out of Mexico because you put this sport on the map for that country. There's other states playing because you, you know, were throwing that ball in the park and pushed yourself. You're inspiring a lot of people. And in many ways, you've inspired me when you were talking, you know, so I want you to keep that in mind. You know, your legacy, I mean, I hope your playing career is not over, but if it is, know that you left it on a high note and you got big shoes to leave behind. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And know that not just me, but other people will know who you are as well. You're not a nobody. I promise you that. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> 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 now I see why you didn't want to put the camera on. <laughs> now I see why you didn't want to put the camera on, punk. <laughs> Thank you, man. I mean no, that from man. the bottom of my heart. I mean that, bro. Yeah. Like people are gonna want to wear wow. number eleven growing up. Trust me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my bottom of my heart. I, I I'm really happy, you know, to hear that that kind of words. I'm not crying. Yeah. You're crying. <laughs> You are. <laughs> oh wow, that's hilarious! Yeah. Oh my god, I don't think I laughed this much in a long time. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that, man. People are gonna know who you are, bro. Trust me. Thank you. Thank you. So before we wrap this up, do you have any final shout outs you'd like to give? For sure. Um, if there are any Mexican, any 
husband of a Mexican, wife of a Mexican, daughter or son of a Mexican that would like to represent Mexico uh, in the next world championship. You are more than welcome. We are hosting uh, 2023 nationals next week. I think it, it will be like very, very soon for you, but we're looking for you. You are very welcome to play with, with us. And uh, I hope you join, uh, you join in 2024. Also uh, for the guys that are watching, uh, that are listening to me, uh, this isn't, this isn't over. We are working a lot. We are training a lot and uh, Mexico, Mexico has a lot to give. So keep working, keep doing your best and uh, we're going to crush 2024 world championship believe in my words so for sure we're ready we're excited and uh yeah we are very 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 looking forward to play with all those monsters in one <laughs> year you know? for sure man all right and that was my interview with luis thank you so much for hopping on and sharing with us your story and your struggle to ultimately making dodgeball in mexico what it is and it's 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 a lot of ups and downs and this man persevered and i promise you when i say if it's not on the map already it will be by the time it's over so i consider interviewing him one of my uh greatest accomplishments on a personal level for me um i'll be i'm sure you heard it i'll be in nationals over there in uh next week so i'll i'll set up a recap interview for that and hopefully more one-on-ones to come so If you listened up until this point, thank you so much and have a wonderful day.